at least morning from where I'm recording. And when I'm recording, it is record low temperatures here in New York. So hopefully you're staying warm if you happen to be listening on the day I'm recording, which is May 9th. I was going to be out in the garden today and I was going to build a trellis for my the cucumbers that I'm going to be planting, but it is too cold for that, so I am inside and recording and spending time with all of you, which is also good. That is another type of garden, I guess I can say. I came up with another metaphor yesterday while I was speaking with a client, and it resonated with the client and with me, so I thought I would share it on the podcast. This is not a plant metaphor. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast lately, that has been... Most of my metaphors are plant and vegetable metaphors because I have been spending so much time in the garden and it has become my greatest spiritual teacher right now. But this is a metaphor that is a teaching from nature. It is what we can learn from water. Water, if it stays still in a pond or in a bucket or any in any way, if it is staying still, it will eventually become clouded and mucky and swampy. And it will start to be hard to see through. And it will be unclean for human consumption and, I believe, animal consumption, at least some animals. I'm sure there are some life forces that prefer the still water, but uh, unclean for for purposes of human consumption. And also, there's the swampiness, the muckiness. But if the water is running, if it's a river or a stream or any other form of running water, even a uh, water that you have in a bucket, if you put a pump in that bucket that continues it to continues its movement, it will help filter it, keep it cleaner, and keep it from freezing also. Still water is also much more susceptible to freezing. And human emotions are the same way. There is energy within us that is in the form of emotion. We might call it anxiety, we might call it depression, we might call it joy, we might call it excitement, fear, whatever it is. It is an energy, a force of energy that is buzzing within us and if it stays still then it has the chance to become mucky and swampy and clouded if we are not expressing our emotion if we are not letting the emotion run through us and out of us then it just lays dormant and latent in us and can become cloudy and mucky and hard to see through Hard to see that there's something other than that emotion. For example, if somebody is depressed, anxious, feeling a lot of fear, if there's no process of expressing that or working through or processing that emotion, then it can take over 
like an algae in still water, just continues to spread and take over until it is hard to see through the water at all. There's also the process of it freezing us, like with still water. If there's so much emotion, so much fear, so much anxiety, so much depression, it can be freezing. And that's where it can, you can get to the point where it's, it feels like I don't have motivation to do anything. I don't have motivation to say anything, call anyone. That's sort of this process of freezing, just like still water will freeze. So what is the what is the equivalent of running water with emotion in the body? It is the continual process of expressing the emotion or processing the emotion, allowing the emotion to run through us and out of us. It's a question that might come up after that is how do I do that? How do I let the emotion, the emotion be expressed? How do I let the emotion be processed so that I can keep the water running, so to speak, and keep some clarity and keep the water clean? There is a million answers to that question, but it's really, it's up to the person. There are things that work for other people that might not work for you, like sitting in meditation or... Uh, talking to a friend, talking to a therapist, journaling, listening to music and going for a run, painting, writing poetry, reading poetry, uh, cooking, uh, having a conversation with a pastor if you're religious or a, a counselor or some sort of coach if you're coming at it from a more secular angle. You can do photography. You can garden. There's a lot of ways to express the emotions, to express the process, to express and process the energy and emotion that is within us. If, for example, if you're an artist, it may be, and you're feeling anger or you're feeling anxiety or sadness, it might be creating something that processes this, this sadness. To create something that is a, is a symbol of the sadness. Now that symbol is out of you. If you are a painter and you're feeling darkness in you and you paint something really dark onto a canvas, now that darkness has moved through you and it's on the canvas, it's no longer in you. It's like uh, the process of photosynthesis with planting. The energy from the sun transfers to the leaves of the plant, which then transfers to the, um, to the fruit. If, by, if, if for some reason the, the sunlight is blocked from the leaves, the transfer of energy cannot happen. And if we are blocking the transfer of energy, of emotion, from us, out of us, then the continual process of moving through the energy and keeping the water clean can happen. So it's really a matter of continual expression, continual process, or at least what that, that's what I found for me. And some people might have the question, well, what if it's too much at first? If we're continuing with the example of water, 
What if there's a dam and the water is clouded and still because it's being held back by a dam, which is an emotional block? And what happens when I remove the emotional block? Isn't it going to take over? Isn't the force going to be too much? And the answer is maybe, maybe at first. If there's a dam with tremendous amounts of pressure and you take down the dam, at first there's going to be a rush of energy in the direction of where it was supposed to be going, or where, where it wanted to be going. And that may be difficult, but eventually it will settle. Eventually the water will settle in its new home and it will find it will find a gentleness in its new home where it's not putting pressure up against the walls, the, the walls that are blocking it. And it will be held in this larger space, this larger expanse. Because things like depression and anxiety can be very limiting. It can be very, we're holding a lot of energy in a small space. And all we can feel and see is that energy of depression, is that energy of anxiety. I have a theory that, I mean, it's not proven in any science, and it's really more of just an idea than anything, but latent energy, latent emotion that stays in our body, it creates a... It, when that starts to buzz, when there's too much energy and it starts to create a buzz, that's anxiety. And when the emotion, the energy of emotion starts to rot, that is the feeling of depression. So, just to recap, emotion is like water. If it stays still, it will become mucky and clouded. If it continues to run and have movement, it will ha there will be more clarity. You can see through it, it will be clearer. So it's a process of identifying the fact that you have these emotions in you, and then doing something to process them. I have found continual processing to be very helpful for me. But processing doesn't necessarily mean you're running around or you're doing something. Sometimes my, my process of processing emotions is sitting in meditation and allowing the emotions to arise, exist, pass away. That is the that is the natural course. Like a flower blooming. It, it is birthed from the seed. It, it turns into a flower. <laughs> Here's my plant metaphor. <laughs> it turns into a flower and then it dies. It blows away in the wind and maybe pollinates another plant, but it runs its course. The same thing with emotions. Some are stickier and will last longer, especially difficult emotions, very difficult or traumatic or sticky emotions could have a longer lifespan. But no thought, no emotion has ever lasted forever. Hmm. I'm going to give myself a second here just to see if anything else comes up. But if not, that may be it for today.
Nope. That's it. That's it for today. All right. Enjoy. Stay warm. Stay safe.